Yeah, some people are good at compartmentalizing. I'm not. It's like they're all in my head at the same well, time. Well, I don't have that much room in my head. So I <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. I, I, I let my hair fall out because <laughs> to make room for my brain and make room in there so I can compartmentalize. What'd you say? Cart- There's only two compartmentalizing. Yeah, yeah. See? It's not even. Maybe only one. Yeah. Live your life with purpose. Change someone's life for the better and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Dan, Brian, and Terry are ready, so let's get started. You know, I've met some really great people in my time and some people that the world would consider were absolutely at the peak of greatness. People like Joe DiMaggio, Charlton Heston, Bob Hope, Mickey Mantle, on and on. But every day I meet with the greatest of them all, the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. I've got a couple of great guys here, Terry Steen and Brian Rowland. And I, guys, I'd say you're pretty great, but uh, there is someone greater. Would you agree? Oh, go on, Dan. Go on, really. No, we insist. We mean it. No, go you on. guys are awesome. Terry, you especially. You're, you're talking about John, yeah. our producer, right, right? John right, Monterezzo. Right. Yeah, hey, you talk about guys that are famous. One time I played golf with the third string wide receiver for the Bucks. <laughs> I can't remember his name because he never got to play, but he was a professional football player. <laughs> He's up there with Joe DiMaggio. How about you, Brian? You met some famous people. I mean, really famous. Joe D'Angelo. Whoa. Bob Hop. I met them all. <laughs> Don't know those names, but... <laughs> but, you know, to be in the presence of human greatness, you know, at first you're a little bit in awe, and then you realize... Gosh, these people are flawed, just like all of us. Yeah. And some of them, the more you get to know them, the more you wouldn't want to even hang around them. But today in this podcast, we're going to talk about hanging with the King of Kings, the creator of the universe. And we can come into his presence. We're going to talk about the things that keep us from his presence, the steps we can take to really get closer to him, to be in his presence. And steps that we're going to give some advice to encourage you to want to be in his presence each and every day. And guys, when you think of being in God's presence, what comes to your mind? Well, there's nothing like it when it happens. And it's interesting that you can't always predict it. You can pray, you can ask for it, you can seek it. Sometimes it's like, your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling, and then other yeah. times he just overwhelms you, envelops you with yeah. his arms, yeah. and you sense him in such an incredible way. Usually, I can't do anything but break down and weep when I really get right. enveloped in his presence. You know, Terry, it's right. It's like a wave. A wave comes over you, and just and you're just riding it. It's like wow, you can't you can't believe the feeling and the lightness of it, but it's. Nothing else matters at that time. You notice that? Mm. It's just like, I don't want anything else to mm-hmm. make this stop. You know, so you're, you're just in that yeah. presence. You know, I think we've all been there, though. The times when you just can't feel, you don't feel like God's there. Yeah. You're asking him, where are mm-hmm. you, God? And, you know, there are <clears throat> reasons why that happens. In my own life, it was my own fault. It was either unconfessed sin. I wasn't living right. I wasn't making him a priority. But let's let's start with that first one, unconfessed sin, because that can separate us from his presence. And 
In Isaiah 59, 2, it says, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Uh, God can't be where, when there's unconfessed sin, he can't be there, right? Yeah, in, in our human nature, right. no, that's when we know we have sin in our life, it's so hard to even pray. We just kind of like back away. We can't pray because we know it's there and we create that distance. He hasn't moved, but we create mm-hmm. that distance because we know it's there. You know, it's the same thing with, I was thinking today about uh, people with issues, having issues with other people and that, and most of it has been brought on by themselves, that they're the ones that have made the wrong decision. They made the wrong choice. They didn't have the right frame of mind when they were going into a situation. And it comes out that they, that it, it's, it's all dependent on them, just like you're saying. God hasn't moved, uh, but we have, and we, and we back off because of sin. We feel guilty, and of course, instead of just going to him and confessing right then, we try to hide it. It's like we're gonna hide it. It's like Adam and Eve, you know, putting clothes. Uh, we're naked, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> how how mm-hmm. do you know you're naked? You know, all of a sudden, the, the sin just takes over. It, you know, I think we've all been through periods of our life too, where we kind of feel like we're going through the motions with our faith. Like we're really mm-hmm. busy at work, so we we quick uh, say a quick prayer, read a couple verses, and say, "Lord, I'll, I'll check in with you later," and then lay down in bed at night and. Oh, sorry, Lord, man, I, I didn't focus on you enough. So uh, it's important to, to focus on him throughout the day. And that's in those states, it's kind of like being lukewarm. And we know what the Bible says right. about that in Revelation 316. He says, be either hot or cold. I'll spew you out of my mouth. So I think, you know, we talked about unconfessed sin, number one, but just not being all the way in is a problem. You're not going to be mm-hmm. in God's presence if you're not all in. Yeah, and sometimes it comes because everything's going great. Oh. And so when everything's going great, then we don't think Mm -hmm. about God or that we don't need him as much, and then there's that distance that begins to get created until something terrible happens, and we go, God, where are you? And that's part, in my opinion, part of our maturing process is that when things are going great, when things are going terrible— that should not impact our desire to have the Lord's presence in our life and to live the life that we need to live. But it's human nature. It comes down to the same thing as when you're going to accept Christ or not. It's your decision. You making this decision or not? And the same thing like you're just saying there. If you're um, in lukewarm, it's your decision to be that way because you want to ride the fence. You want it both ways. You don't want to dive in one way or the other. So you're sitting there and riding the fence until a lot of people don't realize that the Bible says that, that I will spew you out of my mouth. Yep. But it mm-hmm. says that. And when you look, when you're studying the word and you see that, you're going, wow, you know, I've just right now, if, you know, I had the answer for, for everything right now. He's going to spew me out. And that's, and that's, that's not a thought you want to carry with you. You know, a quote by C.S. Lewis comes to mind. I might not get this word for word right, but it's, it, it says, God whispers to us in our pleasures. He speaks to us mm-hmm. in our conscience but he shouts in our pain. And it's what you were just talking about, Terry, that sometimes, you know, things are going great and God's there. He's whispering and saying, you know, appreciate that. And thank me for that. Like you can be watching a beautiful sunset and you feel his prison. He's whispering, but you know, uh, when our conscience is wrestling with something, he speaks, speaks to us and we know what's right, what's wrong. But when we're in pain, Mm -hmm. 
he shouts. We hear his voice. It says, uh, pain is God's megaphone to an often deaf world Mm. when people aren't listening. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you feel God's presence when you're going through the toughest times too. And so easy to get away when things are going good. But when those tough times hit, where do we run? Run right into his his arms and his presence. Yeah. You know, for me, I think Mm -hmm. the toughest thing for me is to not allow the distractions to take over. Because usually the distractions, especially with social media, with, with work, with everything that our minds get bombarded with, it's so easy to let that take a large part of our time. And so we don't focus on God like we need to. You know what you're saying, T.I., uh, we're talking about praying, for one thing, is I would, throughout the day, I'm going to take this time, take this time, and I wouldn't take it till I'm getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. And then I'd end up, that would be already in bed, and I'd, just, I'd lay there and start praying. And I'm praying for an hour in bed, you know, and then, then you don't go to sleep. I mean, <laughs> you can't sleep at all. And I said, well, you know, this is, this is crazy. I need to set time when I do my Bible reading, when I do my study, my prayer. I got to have that together. And pick a time during the day, and then at nighttime, you know, don't just kind of cram this like Dan's. You set this prayer in it before you go to sleep, but then you start praying for everything else. And I, I wasn't getting any rest, but now I go to bed, and it's like, thank God he's just letting me have a nice long night's sleep. But as I take care of business mm-hmm. in the daytime, I schedule it. It's like everything else. We got to schedule things because everybody is too busy nowadays, and you're never going to be too busy for God. So you got to got to get that in your schedule. Boy, is that true? You know, that's why I try to set my the first part of my day aside because and even then when you have a really busy day it's like your mind's going oh man i gotta yeah. get this i gotta get to that i got what time is it um yeah. you know the other day i went into my my little makeshift office because i'm still not sold in down here but i thought man i'm just really gonna see god praying i was praying everything i could think of I came out i thought man i had to pray at least a half hour it was 10 minutes <laughs> And, you know, but, but you're right. There are so many distractions and I, um, Mm. Brian, you remember Owen Carr, you and I worked for Owen. He founded a Christian TV station in in Chicago. One of the godliest men I've ever been around. And Owen Mm. always looked great. He always had, he only had a few suits, but they were always pressed. His shirt looked great. But if you noticed his knees were always creased because he started his day on his knees. And he used to say, the busier the day, the more time I have to spend in prayer. Mm, That's good. So the busier the day, the more time. And that has always stuck with me. You know, think about that. The the more you get going on, the more you need to be in God's presence. Yeah. It's all part of positioning ourselves to be in his presence, whether it's from reading scripture whether it's praying and taking time to praise him, all those things are part of the positioning process uh, for him to make himself known to us. Absolutely. So I don't know, guys, uh, Brian, have you discovered any secrets about those distractions or blocking them off? You know, it's... Um, I guess some people are good at compartmentalizing. I'm not. It's like they're all in my head at the same time. Well, I don't have that much room in my head. 
So I can Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, so, oh. Okay. And I, I, mean, I let my hair fall out to <laughs> make room for my brain and make room in there so I can cartmental. Uh, cart, what'd you say? Cart, There's only two com- compartments. Compartmental. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's not even. Maybe yeah. only one. But, <laughs> no, I, I tell you, it's, it's almost like um, if I'm having an AFib attack, okay, I got to concentrate on breathing and just concentrate on that and nothing else. And the same thing when I go into, uh, when, I, when I'm worshiping, when I'm praying, and when I start getting distraction, I go, no, I, got, I just got to keep thinking about what I'm praying about. I, keep, I got my list there. I keep looking at my list, going over it and praying over each one, each name and that. Because if you don't, you do start, you start getting drawn away, pulled away. And then your, your, day, your whole prayer session is ruined, really. You're just you're taking, I'm sitting there going, does God want to be interrupted by something else like that? This is, I, I'm spending time with the creator of the universe, and I'm thinking of other things I got to be doing. You know, if yeah. he was standing right in front of me, I wouldn't do that. And I got to look at it that way because he is with us. He is here in front of us, around us, always here. So we got to give him that time and dedicate right. that time. Right. And he deserves that respect. Yeah, he deserves that respect. Mm-hmm. That he is the king of the universe, the king of kings. Right. But I know it's it's so hard. We are so easily distracted. I guess it's it's our human nature, mm-hmm. and it's it's tough. It's yeah. you know it's 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 not easy. But go ahead, Terry, because I just want everybody that's listening to know in a little bit we're going to give you some really concrete ways to get into God's presence. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, I was just going to say, to just further the positioning that we've talked about, some some of it we're talking about spiritually, but there's something to be physically in position to be in God's presence as well. And different people are in a different physical position to hear and feel God's presence. Some people feel God's presence when they're in a worship service with a lot of people. Some people need to get away, go into a serene place up in the mountains and maybe take a day or two. Some people feel God's presence when they sit and read God's word. Well, for me, just as I was preparing for this podcast, I took a few minutes and I got in a separate room, just closed my eyes and put on some music and just felt God's presence enter that room as I was sitting there just praying and meditating on this podcast. And even the songs, I, I go back to the, the, some of the old hymns like Jesus Paid It All and Holy, 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 those mm. that really ministered to me when I was a younger kid and I had different spiritual experiences. So everybody has a different framework or place that God meets them. Yeah, I love the hymns. I mean, those, they were so inspired. And, you know, some of the courses today are great, but you want depth, you know, oh, 4,000 tongues to sing. Yeah. My great Redeemer's praise. I mean, you can't, can't beat that. Um, but we said we're going to give you some concrete ways to really get into God's presence. So first of all, we talked about unconfessed sin. The first thing is come clean with God. You can't Hide your sins from right. God. He, kn- he right. knows everything. Right. He knows everything. And he's just waiting for us to confess that, to do that, because he wants us to come clean to him. We're trying to hide something, then that means we, are, have, we have something over on God. There's no way you're going to pull the wool over God's eyes. 
And that, that's what it comes down to, thinking, well, I can hide this by not confessing it, not saying something. Yeah, just feel, forget about it. Or I, I'll come back to it later. You know, and it's not going to happen. Another thing to do is to read Scripture out loud or to yeah. meditate on the Word, because it is God's Word. It's God speaking to us. So that just brings His presence. Mm-hmm. It really does, because there's something about speaking and the spoken Word and in our next episode of Finish Strong, we're going to talk about the power of God's Word. But that is so true, Terry. And I, I like to do that, you know, just read a, a scripture out loud and, and then praise Him. The Bible says in uh, Psalm uh, 22.3 that God inhabits the praises of, of Israel, it says, and in other translations, the praises of His people. And when you just praise him and think, you know, I feel like so many times I'm just asking, asking, asking. Yeah. But we've talked about the formula for prayer, Terry, acts, right? Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Correct. Is that it? Yep. Okay. Yep. But um, adoration, and it's so important. Praise. Um, do you guys find that's true? I do. And I'll tell you, in Jeremiah 29, 13, is what brought, when I was praying about today's message two and what we were going to be talking about. It says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Mm. And that is yes. coming clean. That is reading your scriptures. You're, you're going, you're, you're praying, you are seeking him with all your heart and we will find him. It, al- it also says in, in Psalm 145, 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him and to all who call on him is in truth. Yes. Very good. Good stuff. And then speak his name out loud. Acts 4.12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus is powerful. And sometimes I just speak that throughout the day to, to draw near to him. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be complicated. We don't have to make it too long, too busy, too heavy. It can be just that short, simple prayer. Help me, Lord. Thank you. I I know you're here. I love you. And the name of Jesus has such power. Yesterday I was driving and I I started singing, uh, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And I love to sing songs of praise and worship. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. Mm -hmm. There's something about (laughs) those hymns. And I think we all have certain songs that take us to that place. I know... All three of us were raised in the church. I think we were all raised in similar, you know, Pentecostal assemblies of God churches. But, um, man, I remember as a kid, it was so simple. And we used to have altar calls. And we used to just pray and get into that place of worship. And, you know, Brian, I think you said it earlier about you just don't want that time to end. It seems like time is suspended, but you don't want to leave God's presence. I'm sure you... You have those same memories I, I do. do. I do have those. And, and and I remember, man, I don't know how long it was. It was a long time, but it seemed like it flew by. And we were walking out, and I remember with, with uh, one of my Sunday school teachers named Lenny Phillips, who was one of my mentors back there, and, and he just said, uh, he says, good night, Brian. And I said, you know, it was a good night, wasn't it, Lenny? And he goes, it was a great night. <laughs> but it's true. It's just uh, it's something you'll never forget. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another thing is once you get in his presence, sometimes we make the mistake of start talking. <laughs> oh, I've got God's ear now. I can tell him what I want. Good point. <laughs> and way too many times we need to, when we get in his presence 
we need to listen. Mm-hmm. We need to be still. In Psalm 46:10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. Amen. Way too often we take over again. We finally got there and then we blow it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Be still and listen. Uh, they say you can't receive while you're transmitting. Right. Yeah. You're yeah, always yeah. talking. Same in a conversation with a friend. You know, if you're doing all the talking, need to let them talk. Uh, but Terry, you said, you know, simple prayer. Sometimes just help me, Jesus. Lord, I need your help with this. God, I love you. I'm in a situation here. I need you. Um, and then you talked about Terry earlier. Some, for some people, it's being out in nature. Sometimes you take a walk, listen to the sounds of nature. I, I think of those as the earth yeah. worshiping God and praising mm-hmm. him. It's his creation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Be still and listen. And know that I am God. I was going to read a verse uh, the other day. I'm, I'm reading through the Bible again. I got to go back a ways. Here it is. Uh, this verse really stood out to me. Exodus 14, 13, when God was about to deliver the children of Israel. I mean, they were backed up against the Red Sea. Pharaoh and his armies bearing down on them. Can you imagine? And it says in verse 13, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Can you imagine? Because we always want to fight. We want to do. We want to fix. Sometimes God says, stand still. Sit still. Yeah. Know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm reminded of Psalms 15. And in Psalm 15, it begins that chapter saying, who can dwell or live in God's presence? And the next four or five verses gives us a number of things for us to do if we want to remain or live in God's presence. Let me share them real quick. It says, those who are blameless, meaning do the right thing, not sin. Do what's right. Okay, right right there, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) Those who are blameless, do what's right. Don't slander, speak truth. It says, treat your neighbors right, despise evil. Honor the righteous. And this is a good one. Do what he says even when it hurts. Another translation says, Mm. he who swears to his own hurt and does not change. That's talking about integrity. Mm. You say you're going to do something, say it. So you do the right thing. And if you do all those things, that fifth verse says that if you'll do them, you will never be shaken or you'll never be moved and can remain yeah. in God's yeah. presence. Wow, so good. So we've gone through these things, and I'm going to give John, our producer, a heads up that I might ask him which of these really connects with him as far as getting into God's presence, because he's a younger guy. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he's different. Read scriptures aloud. Praise him. Speak his name out loud. Sing songs of praise and worship. Pray simple prayers throughout the day. Take a walk. Be still and listen. John, of all of those, what really connects with you? Because I know you're a busy guy. <laughs> There's a couple things that really do connect with me, and especially recently. I've been taking my, my lunch break, and I've been dedicating that time to walking and praying and um, wow. just trying to listen to the voice of God. A couple weeks ago, there was a time where I was just overwhelmed by the goodness of God. Hmm. And uh, just like in worship, we are giving our praise and honor to him during this walk. 
I just kept saying the phrase, God, you are so good to me hmm. over and over and over again. I probably said it for five, 10 minutes as I was walking just straight. Mm. And I was in tears by the end of it, just realizing how good God is. Mm-hmm. And I just felt the presence of the Lord in a way that I haven't felt it in, you know, that wasn't like a worship service where there's tons of other people. It was just me yeah. and Jesus walking on this sidewalk. There's a busy road there, but it was just me yeah. and Jesus. Intimate. That's great. Yeah. Wow. That's really good, yeah. John. It's, it's, it's so great to be in God's presence and just Block it all out. Boy, we need it. We need it. And, you know, um, as I mentioned earlier, Owen Carr, (laughs) his knees, you could always see the creases. The busier the day, the more time he spent in prayer. That seems like unrealistic, doesn't it? But he would get up earlier on his busiest days. That's amazing. Yeah. Let's just give final thoughts, maybe a line or two about finishing strong by being in God's presence. Terry, you want to go? See, to me, finishing strong is if we do it daily, if we walk in his presence daily, he will give us the wisdom that we need for ourselves, for our own decisions, maybe to disperse wisdom to others that have a need. And then there's that anointing and that power that comes over us being in his presence that helps us share boldness, share our testimony, and say the right things to the right people at the right time. Yeah, very good. Brian, final thoughts? Well, you know, um, we talked about uh, making God number one priority, our time with Him number one priority. And I go to Luke 12, 34, which is what I would leave with everybody. For where your treasure is, there will also your heart be. Mm. You know, and that's, mm. that's true. If that's where your treasure's at, if it's in seeking time with God and being in, in relationship with Jesus and spending time together every day, your heart will be there, your treasures will be there. Well, you guys, I am in the presence of greatness, all three of you. <laughs> oh, come on. Terry, Brian, and John. <laughs> well, almost greatness. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> why, don't, why don't we close in prayer? Brian, would you want to sure. close this out with prayer and, and as we encourage others to finish strong mm-hmm. in God's presence? Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, Lord, that we've had this time together today. But Lord, we pray that people that are listening to this, that they will be attracted to this, that the walls will come down that might be hindering them from, from being in your presence, Lord. We pray that they would that they would act on it, that they would confess, Lord, their sins to you, that they'd come clean to you, that they would take time to read the scriptures. Lord, that they would just speak your name out loud that they would take time maybe even just on a walk together with you. Lord, I just pray right now that these people that will that they're seeking you, that you will come to them in a way, Lord, that they'll never forget, that they'll know that it's you, that you that's in their presence, Father. I just pray that you would bless each and every one that seeks you today, Lord. And, for, Father, for everyone that is seeking you and asking forgiveness, Lord, I just pray that's a this is their special day and that they'll never forget this. And they will just feel the love of you pouring through them. They'll feel the Holy Spirit coming down upon them, I pray. Be with it each and every one in Jesus' name. Amen. So get that unconfessed sin out of the way. You can't hide from God. Get on fire for him. Don't be lukewarm. Not a, Make him a priority above all else and get rid of those distractions. There's no better place to be than in God's presence. In our next episode, we're going to talk about the power of God's word. We'll see you then as we continue to finish strong. 
Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.